Mr. Francis Aguiloto, it's a pleasure to um, have you join me on this discussion. Yeah, first of all, let me ask you, um, what were your thoughts about the appeal court judgment that essentially um, pulled the rug off INEC's feet and restoring some sort of um, legitimacy to the 74 political parties that were, um, you know, deregistered by INEC? What did you make of that judgment? The judgment is one of the best things that has happened in the year 2020. And uh, it's a pleasure for some of us who are committed to the expansion of the democratic space in Nigeria. Uh, we'll get to that just like you would have seen in the judgment. It, it exposed everything that INEC did wrong in the registration of political party due to what you, you, you would call intellectual laziness on the part of INEC, if the, they wanted to deregister political parties, there are ways to do it. And that is what the court pointed out. So it is a fantastic judgment. It is a, a, a restoration of hope in our democracy. Thank you. Um, so, so has INEC um, essentially acknowledged um, the judgment and by extension, because I know that the elections coming up in Edo, in Ondo, and of course, the Lagos East elections and elections coming up in Imo State and Bielsa. I mean, these are the by-elections that are coming up. Have INEC uh, recognized you guys as a political party and are willing to field you um, in the coming elections? Uh, INEC in recent time has demonstrated that uh, it is really not a body that follows the law, nor obeys even others of court. Uh, I, I say this with all sense of modesty and decency, with reference to our own party's case, the youth party's case with INEC, wherein the honorable uh, court at the federal court directed INEC to register us. And by law, they were meant to do that within 30 days of that judgment. INEC did not do so until one year later. So in this case, again, INEC had uh, a straw to hold on to, but that straw is lifeless and weightless. And the, the, that is the fact that there was an earlier judgment of the Court of Appeal, which says INEC has power to deregister political parties. Now, the issue is clear and very simple and direct. Indeed, by the very sad provision of Section 225A of the Constitution, INEC has the power to deregister political parties if they have not met certain requirements. In fact, in the Electoral Act, there are certain requirements that political parties must meet annually. And when you fail to meet them, or you do not satisfy the, preconditions, the conditions of the law to remain a political party, then you can be considered for deregistration. But in this case, the process for deregistration of political parties was not followed by INEC. So the earlier judgment of the Court of Appeal answered one question, and that is whether INEC has power to deregister political parties. Yes. Now, there is a later judgment of the Court of Appeal that answered the same question in the affirmative, that INEC has power to deregister political parties. However, they must follow the process. 
And it is that process that INEC does not want to follow, and that is why they are looking for shortcuts. Now, they have refused to acknowledge and accept the later decision of the Court of Appeal, which was delivered on 10th August. They avoided the deregistration of political parties by INEC. And the, the, the grounds in which the court used in reversing the deregistration of political parties are that parties were already in court. INEC had been threatening to deregister political parties. Parties went to court. In our own case, we went to court as well. INEC had responded to our case. INEC had submitted to the jurisdiction of the court. Then, ignoring the, and disregarding the processes in court, INEC went ahead to deregister political parties. So any court would want to protect its integrity. And that's why I was saddened when uh, the, the lower court at the initial stage upheld the very illegal action of INEC for, 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 for issues that are subjudice. The next one is, if you look at the letter of the registration, I've looked at the one of my party, I've compared it with some of uh, other parties that I'm friendly with, and the only statement on that letter, it has the heading, the registration, the next one is the above matter refers, and that you have failed to comply with section 255A. Full stop. You are longer a registered political party in Nigeria. Nothing more, nothing less. Now, when you now study section 255A, which was a law that was signed on 4th May 2018, it says that you must win 25% of the vote cast in a state in a presidential election. 25% of the vote cast in a local government in a governorship election. Any of the parliamentary seats, Senate, as of reps, as of assembly. Then, either you win chairmanship of the local government, or you win one ward in a chairmanship election, or you win at least one councillorship position. Throughout Nigeria. So for you to, 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 to hold that people have failed to meet these requirements, all elections, must take place, the other disprovision must take place after the passage of that law. And that is, that has not been the case. All local uh, government elections have not taken place. As at the time we were registered, because the law is that you must be registered six months before election. Osho State and the Kitty State election held in November and December of 2018. We were registered in August. So as at the time we were registered, we couldn't have participated in the national election. So Osinte election has not held. Ekiti state has not held. Edo state has not held. Ondo state has not held in terms of governorship election. Then, just last week, Ondo state held their local government election. And several other local government elections have not held since our registration. So how do you then say in good conscience that we have not met the requirement of the constitution? Okay, I, 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 yes, I think I get your, your position um, clearly. And if I get you correctly, the very fact that INEC did not wait for an entire election cycle to pass, which is for 36 states to hold governorship, local government, 
elections um, before the registering those parties. It essentially makes that decision um, quite illegal, which has been upheld by the Court of Appeal. Exactly. Um, so, so two questions quickly. Has the INEC, has INEC decided um, to appeal that judgment at the Supreme Court? And if they do appeal that judgment at the Supreme Court, what does that mean for political parties like you that, that seems to want to express um, its interest in the coming elections, especially in Edo State and in Lagos by elections? So, INEC has not appealed the last judgment of the Court of Appeal to date. The only appeal that we have seen is on the pages of newspaper that decided they will go to the Supreme Court. Nothing legally speaking has happened. INEC has not appealed as of today. However, they have still not given us the chance and we intend to participate in Edo State elections. We intend to participate in the governorship election in Edo State and in Ondo State. We intend to participate in all the by-elections that are scheduled to take place on 31st October. And we have contacted INEC to allow our party to participate. May I play the devil's advocate here? Yeah. Right, sir. Um, in a situation where INEC um, fails to acknowledge your letter, which you uh, claim or you want to send to them in the coming days, should INEC refuse to acknowledge that letter um, and refuse to put you on the ballot in, in, in Edo State and, of course, in the by-elections coming up in Lagos East, um, what judicial options do you have? There's only one judicial option, and that's to go to court. And uh, we, for every time we've been to court against INEC, we've always won because we are always standing on the side of the law. And INEC has always been the one offending the law. So, again, we are going to approach the court. And uh, uh, if they fail to allow us to participate in these elections, as limited as our chances are because of the time available for us to do our campaigns, the, the, the same thing that befell the elections in Bayesa State by the judgment recently that reversed the election because of ex exclusion of a candidate would be for INEC and every other person that participates in the coming election. Because we are going to go to court, we're going to challenge the fact that INEC excluded us from participating And the rule is very clear. Once you exclude the person that is, 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 is allowed by law, to participate in an election, the election is null and void. The election will be null and void. Okay, um, uh, Mr. Akilo, so before I let you go, I think I'd like to ask you, um, it seems like you have been in a running battle with INEC since, um, you know, you decided to register your political party, which is the youth party. There's always been yes. a back and forth. You've always been in court with the INEC. Um, yes. my, my question is, is twofold. One, um, do you get a sense that um, the Nigerian political environment is a bit hostile to young and emerging political parties? Uh, and you think um, that INEC, which is supposed to be the umpire, has not created a level played field um, for other small and emerging political parties like yours? You, you are very much correct, 100%. INEC is not only hostile to young uh, emerging political parties like ours, INEC is also hostile, or INEC under the current leadership is also hostile to ideology, sometimes to common sense and the rule of law. 
that they have demonstrated, and it looked as if INEC has singled out our political party under the current leadership to continue to frustrate our efforts to expand the democratic space. And, and, and we will continue to do what we know how to do. We are a people under God, under the law. We will continue to approach the court for the interpretation of the law at all times. But let it be known to the world that INEC is hostile to ideologically inclined political parties like ours. They are hostile to political parties like ours where we do not have any godfather to behold onto that can speak to the INEC chairman on our behalf. Well, we believe that that is not what you obtain in a democracy like ours. So we'll continue to fight. We'll continue to push. We'll continue to resist. The name of the party is Youth Party. Some of us are even getting out of the age range that you can refer to as youth. But we'll continue to push. And there are some other energetic, ideologically positioned and inclined Nigerian, young Nigerians that are coming up behind us. And I, and I know that they will take it from us. This battle is not for us. It's for the future generation. And we'll continue to fight for a better tomorrow. Let there be a space for everybody to participate. Uh, Mr. Akinoto, it's been a fascinating conversation with you. Um, thank you for um, spending some time with us. And, and I do hope um, that democracy and the rule of law prevails. Best wishes. Surely, surely. That, like the, the, the saying goes, that the will of justice may be slow, but it is sure. And surely will prevail. Thank you very much. Thank you.